Good morning, sports fans, betters, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me this morning as we talk about sports and the world of betting. We talk about the day that was in the sports world, including our Athlete of the Day. We then talk about games coming up today, maybe some betting lines that we're waiting on, and we cap it all off with our Daily Hedge Podcast parlay of the day three team parlay no odds better than minus 150 so all of our canadian listeners bet 99 is our sponsor and they offer you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code shooters bet 99 will match your deposit 100 up to 600 so head over to bet 99 today to make your bets use the bets from the show and follow our social media accounts as well to find our fan parlays other plays that we like And that's also where we post our player prop lines for each day that we like. So definitely go and check us out at CompHedgePod. Now, let's talk about our Athlete of the Day shout-out. Didn't think I'd be saying Al Horford after Game 1 of the NBA Finals, but there's in every NBA Finals, there's that role player that steps up in a big way. And it was Al Horford in in Game 1. He had 26 points on 9 of 12 shooting. The veteran waited so many years to get here. And now that he's here, he's seizing the moment. He hit some big threes in the fourth quarter as well. Just a a phenomenal performance by Al Horford. You know, we remember guys like Fred Van Vliet a number of years ago in the NBA Finals. He ascended. And then we have guys like Al Horford in last night's game who stepped up in a big way against the Golden State Warriors as Boston won game one on the road. And so six of eight from downtown for Al Horford as well. He definitely deserves our athlete shout out of the day. Now, let's talk about last night's bets because we cashed our three-team parlay last night, plus 517 were the odds. Didn't look great for a little while there. Colorado and Edmonton was not one of those ones, though. Under 7.5 at minus 125, they went outright 4 to nothing. It was 0-0 at the end of 1, and it looked really good. Then when it's 3 nothing at the end of 2, you start to get a little bit concerned, but we still cash nonetheless. The Connecticut Sun and the Vegas Aces over 167 and a half. That was an easy cash. 97 to 90 was the finish there. But the sweat of the night was definitely Padres and Brewers. Heading into the bottom of the ninth, it was 4-1. We looked like we were dead in the water. The Brew Crew comes through with four runs. So we win 5-4 with the over 8 at minus 120. Player props-wise, we only went 1-5 last night, though. That was the other side of the story. We did not look great in that regard. Ian Happ saved us with the lone win of the night over one and a half bases, and he hit a home run. So plus 104 was that play. We had Kadri under three and a half shots. He finished with four. Cortez under uh, six and a half Ks. He finished with seven. We couldn't get Walker past that three and a half mark on the Ks either. So tough night, but nonetheless, the parlay cashes, and that's what we're here for. Now let's talk about the day that was recap. 
starting with that NBA Finals game one, what a game it was. I mean, it was very close at halftime. Then you see Golden State. They outscore Boston 38-24 to in the third quarter. They look like they're going to cruise to a blowout. And then Boston outscores them 40-16 to in the final frame to win this game. Both teams were on fire from downtown, too. Boston was 21-41, of and Golden State was 19-45. of If we continue to get shooting like this, we're in for one hell of an NBA Finals. But Al Horford, as we said, he had 26. They got 21 from Derek White as well. When you've got 47 from two guys off your bench, that's always going to help. Jalen Brown at 24-7-5, not his best shooting night at 10 of 23. Marcus Smart had 18 points. Jason Tatum did not shoot the ball well last night. He was 3 of 17 from the floor. But what impressed me the most was the 13 assists. He wasn't hitting shots, but he was definitely getting guys involved. And when you're able to step up in that way, still finish with a double-double. Tatum's like a 4 or 5 assist guy normally. He finishes with 13. That's huge for them. On the Golden State side, Steph had a great first quarter. He had 21 at the end of the first. And then he finishes with 34, 5, and 5 on just shy of 50% shooting. Andrew Wiggins had 20. He did his job. Clay only had 15. He needs to be better. Otto Porter had 12. Jordan Poole with just nine points. He has not played great basketball over the last month, and he's going to need to be much better for them in this series if they're going to have a chance moving forward. But Boston, they got their game one. Now, can Golden State respond, win one at their arena, and then head to Boston and maybe take one and make it a series? Or if Boston goes up 2-0, we could see this NBA Finals getting ended relatively quickly. I said it on friend of the show, Ernest Silva's show, that I liked Boston in six games. I'm sticking with it, especially after that game one victory. Then we had Colorado and Edmonton. Colorado wins 4-0. Mike Smith makes 36 saves in the loss. But Pavel Francouz, he could have very easily been our athlete of the day. He made 24 saves in the shutout. And they got help from everybody. Lekkanen scored. Josh Manson scored. Mikko Rantanen scored. And Nathan McKinnon. 4 to nothing. shots for 40-24. to 24. Uh, Edmonton won the majority of the face-offs, but I do think that Edmonton's outmatched in this series. Now, they do have to head to Edmonton for these next couple of games, so if they can tie it up at 2-2, we've seen that happen quite a bit this postseason. Team goes down 2-0 and still finds a way to win the series, so we're not ruling them out yet entirely, but we're going to have to wait and see if they can put up a fight against this stacked Colorado team. Now, when we're talking about MLB from last night, Yankees beat the Angels 6-1. Tigers beat the Twins 3-2. Rays won 3-1 over the Rangers. The Blue Jays 8-3 over the White Sox. Their bats are starting to wake up. The Reds 8-1 over the Nationals. The Marlins 3-0 over the Giants. The Mariners 7-6 over the Orioles in the 10th. Yankees win the second one of their doubleheader 2-1. Then we had the Brewers win 5-4 over the Padres. Cubs 7-5 over the Cardinals. Braves and Rockies 13 to 6. That was the shootout of the night. And then the Dodgers win on the run line 2 to nothing after bouncing back from getting swept by Pittsburgh. They beat the Mets 2 to nothing. Now, WNBA wise, we had what I would consider the game of the year last night between Vegas and Connecticut. Vegas won a couple days ago. This was the rematch at Connecticut's place. And so they win 70 to 97 to 90. John Quill Jones had 20. Bonner had 19, and Alyssa Thomas had 16 and 12. And then on the Vegas side, you had Jackie Young. She had 26. Kelsey Plum had 23. Hamburg had 15. And Aja Wilson, the favorite for league MVP, she finished with 13 and 7. 
Could we have been watching a WNBA Finals preview? Who knows? The season is still very young. And then at the Memorial Tournament, there's a five-way tie at the top of the lead. Mackenzie Hughes, the Canadian, is up there. You have Davis Riley, Cam Young, Luke List, and Cameron Smith, all tied at minus five. Future bets don't look great after day one, but it is a four-day event, so we are going to have to see uh, if some of these guys can uh, can come back. But Hovland and Morikawa, they're both T34. We need them to win, so need a big round two from them. Top 10, Neiman's T34. Cantley's T48, so same with them. T20, our top 20, we have Reed at T96. He's going to need a massive day to even make the cut. But Billy Horschel's T21, he's our lone hope on those ones. And top Canadian, Corey Connors is minus three, but Hughes is minus five, so he's right in the mix. When we talk about our round one bets as well. We went two and one yesterday. We had Neiman over Young. That was a no-go. Young is tied for the lead. Morikawa outplayed Cantley and Hovland. He outplays Matsuyama, who was DQ'd yesterday for an illegal club. So that was huge for the program. In other news, Daryl Sutter won the Jack Adams Award for Coach of the Year, and Ryan Fitzpatrick retired after 17 seasons in the league. He was with nine teams. I was pretty shocked to learn he's actually 32nd all-time in passing yards and 36th in TDs. So shout out to Fitzmagic on a great career. Fortunately, I had you on my dynasty team, and I'm going to need to drop you now and, and go and make some moves today. But let's talk about big games on the slate today. We've got Tampa Bay and New York. This is game two. Tampa Bay, once again, our favorite in this game at minus 130. And the Rangers shocked the world in game one. They won six to two. Um, but does Tampa bounce back? Um, will Vasilevsky be better? We heard the Garden chant Igor's better. We're going to find out tonight. The over-under line is at five and a half as well for that one. We've got a loaded WNBA slate. We've got four games. you got the Liberty and the Mystics. You've got the Sky and the Dream. The Sun playing a back-to-back. They play Phoenix tonight. And then the Dallas Wings and Seattle Storm cap it off tonight. Now, memorial-wise, we're going to give you our round two bets. We just posted them on Twitter before we went live here. But we're taking Morikawa over Cantley and Homa at plus 160 in three balls today. Siwoo Kim over Gary Woodland and Charlie Hoffman at plus 137. And Luke List over Martin Laird and Lucas Glover at plus 120. I think that List one is the safest. Don't have a lot of faith in the Laird or Glover to put together a good round today. But all those betting lines are at bet99.com promo code shooters. And then we've also got some UEFA Nations League today. You've got Belgium, they're plus 125. They're taking on the Netherlands at plus 205. You've got Croatia plus 105 taken on Austria at plus 260. And then France minus 155 versus Denmark at plus 440. I was really hoping that France line would have been under that 150 mark was going to throw it in our parlay. But that could be another alternate play if you like today. France minus 155. Now, game lines that we're leaning for today. These are the games that we're likely going to bet on, but we'll wait closer to first pitch, puck drop, or tip off in order to play. Today, it's just first pitches, though. It's St. Louis and Chicago is the first one. You got Miles Mikolas. He's taking on Marcus Stroman. Mikolas is 3-3 three and three on the year with a 2.67 ERA going up against Marcus Stroman, 2-4 and four with a 3.95. The over-under on this one's only 8. I kind of I do like the over here um, as well as I do like St. Louis money line, but we're going to wait and see a little bit closer. This one. First pitch goes out just shy of 2.30 today, Eastern time. 
San Fran and Miami. We've got Alex Cobb on the mound. He's three and two on the year with a 5.74 ERA. And Eliser Hernandez, two and five with a 5.77. Feels like a trap that Vegas has this line only at eight. It was at seven and a half yesterday. So I think a lot of people are hammering the over right now. When you have two pitchers who are not very good, I do tend to lean taking the over. But I think a lot of money is going to be going that way. So maybe it's a bit of a trap today. Now, player prop lines, as we said, we'll post them on our social media account later today. Definitely be on the lookout for those. Hoping to post them late morning today as we've got some early first pitches on the baseball front. But we're going to run a little bit quicker than we normally do today as we're heading into our competitive lay of the day. And we're just shy of 15 minutes here. But nonetheless, this is our daily three-team parlay. No odds worse than minus 150. Only looking to put out winners and so let's give you our first winner of the day, which is Tampa Bay Moneyline today versus the New York Rangers. I think those comments in the garden are going to come back and bite them. There's one guy that you don't want to wake up and, and motivate him extra in this playoffs. It's Andre Vasilevsky. He's a back-to-back cup winner. He's had shutout after shutout in this postseason. And so chanting Igor's better. I think Vasilevsky's going to play really well today. The Lightning are going to even it up, as most veteran teams do. And so I like them today at minus 130. The Diamondbacks money line versus the Pirates at minus 110. The Pirates just swept the Dodgers, but they're still not a great team. And I think they come back down to earth this week. I think it's more so the Dodgers bats were cold than anything else. But they've got Brubaker on the mound going up against Merrill Kelly. Normally I'm in Brubaker's corner, uh, just not today. He's 0-4 on the year with a 4.15. And so I think Kelly with his 3-3 record with a 3.67. They're going to get it done on the road. Um, Arizona is the better team here. Not by a lot, but they are. And so I like the Diamondbacks. And then the Chicago White Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays over seven today at minus 120. Vince Velasquez is the reason why I'm taking the over here. Um, He gives up a ton of runs. He's got a 5.3 ERA. I do have concerns given that Shane McClanahan is on the other side. And he pitches relatively well. He's 5-2 and two on the year with a 2.01. Now, I do also tend to lean the Rays' run line here today, but I'm rolling with the over. Uh, run line is plus 110. But I think we see a score line closer to a 7-2 type finish here. And so I'm taking the over. The odds on this three-teamer today are plus 519. If you're looking for an alternate play, the Giants and Marlins over seven and a half that we mentioned earlier, Cobb and Hernandez with those high ERAs, we could definitely see a high scoring game between those two teams. But with that, thank you all to the people who tune in every day to our live show. We put out the audio on Apple, Spotify, all those podcasting platforms. Drop us a five-star rating. If you are listening on those platforms, it helps the show grow. And that's what we're all about here. Have fun with your bets today. Be responsible. It's a great Friday for sports and we will see you guys tomorrow morning for a little bit more in-depth episode of the competitive hedge podcast